Good morning, this is Lance Kenmore with the Kenmore team, and I'd like to welcome you to this week's edition of the Tri-Cities Real Estate Update. As always, you can contact me, Lance Kenmore, direct on my cell phone at 727-8977, or visit us on the web at kenmoreteam.com. Once again, I always like to thank John for hosting and everybody here at the station for working to make this happen. Mr. John McKay, how you doing over there? Well, I've not been happy with the weather. What? What? Why not? I know you love it, but I want the four-letter word that oh, starts so with that. Oh, you get the mm, out of here. <laughs> um, because I got to tell you, yeah, I mean, short sleeves, 70 degrees in December? I broke a record on <laughs> Wednesday, I think. It was absolutely, I mean, yeah, this is like a real estate dream for me. I mean, yeah. it just keeps on going. And so, yeah, no, we absolutely have loved um, the showings and the ability not to have it be freezing in the houses. I know it's all short-lived and it's faking us out here, but yeah, like you said, um, absolutely (laughs) record-breaking as far as the heat wave that we've had. So I had to do some moving myself, so I will take it. It felt nice not to be worried about all that weather. A little bit of wind I could have done without, but I'm not complaining. Um, with those temperatures, we're we're just fine. And McKay, it will be here soon enough. And when it does get here, I'm totally going to blame you. So, okay. We are, though, we always like to start off with our crazy national real estate story. And it is, I mean, we're full on, full blown. I can't believe it's the first show of December. Um, but here we are, and we are massively in the Christmas spirit. And from architecturaldigest.com, The first Christmas story of the year is that you can Airbnb the McAllister family home from Home Alone. Wow. In Chicago, they are going to have it on Airbnb for one night, which will be December 12th. Mm -hmm. You and four guests, and that is, they're going to have... One lucky person is going to get to book that, and it's only going to be $25 for the night. Airbnb is then making a donation um, to the Children's Hospital um, in in honor of the stay. That opens. Mark your calendar. Booking opens Tuesday. um, So this coming Tuesday, December 7th at 1 p.m. Central Time. Wow. So if you have that on your calendar, jump on there. I would love for somebody from Tri-Cities to be the person that gets that booking, and then you get to go stay in the home alone. I wouldn't even sleep. I would just be recreating the scenes um, with some amateur filming there from well, there that you go. iconic movie. So Yeah, so where are you going to get a tarantula? <laughs> absolutely. You know it. You know it. You love it, McKay. I absolutely love you call it calling out the scenes for for sure back to real real estate news here in the tri-cities and i tell you what some some really good news um and you know one of the things we've seen over the last couple years is we've seen home prices appreciate dramatically Mm -hmm. so average home price go up dramatically well with that what needs to happen in general is what they call conventional loan limits adjusting. Meaning like if you get a conventional loan, how much can you get that loan for and still be in what they call a conforming state to where it's easily resellable on on the secondary market. So that number 
um, has gone up. So conventional um, Fannie Freddie loans mm-hmm. for our area went from five hundred and forty-eight thousand to six hundred and forty-seven thousand. Um, now there's a majority of lenders in town will not be able to close those new loan limits um, mm-hmm. until January. I do have one lender that is able to do that. Go to KenmoreTeam.com. Shoot me a message that could close. Um, that could close this year with those with those new new limits here for those people trying to jump in quickly here at the end of the year. Now, same type of thing. So FHA, a lot of first time home buyers utilize that FHA loan program. Those loan limits also increased. Our area um, increased that for 2022. That amount is going to be four hundred and twenty thousand six hundred and eighty dollars. Mm. So basically, if you had a client that had, um, you know, only wanted to do three and a half percent down, um, they could buy up to four hundred and thirty six thousand and only do three and a half percent down. Now, when you look at that, people, a lot of times people are like, oh, well, man, these limits increased in that. But if I go back and look at our numbers from last month and I look at what our average sold price was for the Tri-Cities, that came in at 433000 So somebody for, I know this is shocking, but somebody in the government was actually pretty good at math. Um, okay, I think they I, they got this one correct. Okay, hmm. so when you look at our average sold price, you look at the FHA loan limit, and those are actually with this increase now um, are actually lining up. So that's wow. good for borrowers that that are in that are in that in that situation. Um, and as we've seen, home prices increase. This benefits people that have the budget, but maybe didn't have the big savings account that they needed to still an option for you to get into an in into a home. Um, so I like seeing that from the lending perspective. Um, great news coming out of those organizations this week. So what are we going to talk about today? It's December. It's the weather's been amazing. It's cheerful, but, (laughs) but you know, what happens is Lance is always doing research for the radio show and getting ready and and reading articles. Mm-hmm. And so I read an article that said, is too much positivity toxic? McKay, what do you think of the, of the headline, the clickbait here? Well, if it's one of those people who is uh, giddy happy all of the time, that can be a little bit, Yeah, know. that can be a little bit much. So my, so my take on this, and, and it, it was an article about agents and positivity going into the holidays, um, and then it talked, the article talked about like where you cross that line. Um, and we've always talked about on the show, you know, I've always felt like, um, the difference in, you know, the difference in real estate and what you get with the Kenmore team and what you get with me on this show is the fact that I've always felt that our job and business was like 80% scientific and 20% artistic. And you might Uh call that artistic part positivity because, uh, the, those that know me and my team and coaches, they know I'm, an, I'm a very positive person, but I've always been rooted in that 80% of science, of science, the scientific yes. portion of it. 
Um, and so with that, today I'm going to talk a little bit about, because I'm, I'm taking that and I'm parlaying that into the subject of what does a market shift look like? Mm. Um, what are the leading indicators? Because everybody's asking that too in our business. What's happening? The I word is running rampant out there. And by the I word, I mean inflation. Yes. I mean, you're seeing it in the news. You're hearing people talk about it. Now they're saying um, that with inflationary pressures, you, you might be, there's hints coming out now that you might see the feds raising the rates in early 2022 rather than June 2022. Huh. So you start to hear all of this come, this talk start to come. And so rather than being overly positive and just, whole, you know, head, you know, in the sand, this market's never going to quit going up. We're all going to have millions. I thought I would talk about what does a market shift look like? And what does that mean? So mm. early leading indicators for what it feels like. And when you're in the business and you've been in the business a long time um, and you've gone through the cycles up and down and you've mm -hmm. seen what that looks like, you start to get a feel for it. But I always caution people that feel if we give too much credence to it and don't it's have not the numbers accurate. to back it up. It, it's not accurate. So leading indicators, and I wrote down some notes over the last week as I was preparing for the show and talking about that. What do you start to hear in the office that might indicate a shift? And people, mind you, this show is about what I call, I call it a shift because I firmly believe a lot of people are like, when's the crash going to happen? Well, you know, a lot of those articles get a lot of clicks and get a lot of people reading them. I really don't think that's what we're looking at. But the shift being a small change in a different direction, um, I do believe we're going to see. And here's some of those leading indicators. A buyer who has previously been beat out in multiple times suddenly gets a house in this market. Huh. Um, you ask a seller for closing costs. You write an offer and say, Mr. Seller, would you pay $2,000 towards my buyer's closing costs? And the offer actually gets accepted. And they say yes. Leading indicators, little things you start to hear. You call a listing agent in town one day after the house has been on the market, and it looks like a nice house, and the listing agent tells you there's no offers on the home right now. Wow. Normally, you're calling to see how many are we competing against. Here's another leading indicator hmm. in my profession. The listing agent doesn't laugh at you when they call you back. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm throwing a little shade on our industry there. But, yeah. Okay. But... But no, but I mean, I, I mean, being a little bit facetious there, but also like real things we've experienced in the last six months mm -hmm. where if that agent calls you back because they have five offers, they're busy, they're reviewing them. If they call you back, they are not laughing at you when you answer the phone. Um, and then the other thing that I put down there. Now, some of this has been COVID related, but a mm -hmm. lot of it's been because of the need of not having out there, all of a sudden, 
you start to see open houses again. Ooh. I mean, McKay, when was the last time you drove around on a Saturday or Sunday and you saw a ton of open house signs? Because they've not been needed. Well, yeah, a lot of it got blamed on COVID, and I will say that was a part of it. But then notice that when some of that went away, you didn't see them come back really quick either. Yeah. Because a lot of times, you know, if you if you put it up in the MLS and people are using the digital tours and the technology, if that's enough to get it done, um, by the time, you know, Friday or Saturday rolls around, not as many open houses. So the open house numbers, all of a sudden, you start to see open houses again. So these are some of the leading indicators that we're looking at and that feel that I start to talk about. So then we say, okay, how does that feeling translate into numbers? Mm-hmm. So As we go in back increasing inventory. We go back increasing inventory. And so we look at our hard numbers from the Tri-City Association of Realtors um, on their website. Great information available there. But we start to look at those hard numbers. I take you back to October 2020. We're going to have no we're going to have no I already have November data internally. Mm-hmm. We're going to have it from the association soon here, but just to level the playing field with association data here. When you go back and look, October 2020, we only had 350 active residential homes on the, on the market mm-hmm. and sold 518. I mean, wow. it was an, an amazing, almost a record high month. We rarely see, um, we rarely see sales in the 500s. In fact, in in 2021, we haven't. Okay, and so you look, you look at that, and basically that was unsustainable because you know we were selling more than there was inventory, so we were eating up old inventory. You look at this October, and we have 50 more active listings. 400. And currently right now we have more than that. We're floating around 450. So that tide has changed a little bit. And so we have 400. So we have 50 more listings and we had 442 sales this last October versus 518. So, I mean, when you look at that almost 65, 70 less sales, Mm -hmm. Um, and so you're looking at that almost, you know, percentage wise, 15% there. Mm -hmm. Okay. So 70 less sales with 50 more homes in, in inventory. Um, so you start, you start to look at those numbers and say, okay, this is October, November is looking very different than last year when we went, when we went into the winter, into the winter months. And so you start to look at little numbers like that and say, what's the shift mean? How do I prepare for that? When we come back from our first break, we're going to talk about some of our inventory. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about the shifting numbers. And please don't call me and tell me the sky is falling. Remember, if you listen to the first part of the show, I said this is just um, less positivity <laughs> toxicity. Yes. And so we're not talking, the market is amazing, but we're talking about going from, you know, don't, you know, the burner is smoking, you know, fire department is coming to just, you know, some wafting heat waves. It's still, you're not going to touch the burner. The market's still hot. Yes. But a shift has happened here. And when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about dealing. Welcome back to the Tri-Cities Real Estate Update. We've been talking today about um, shifting markets, how Mm -hmm. to be prepared for that, the type of data that you want to look at. 
as as a seller. But before that, we've got some pick three because um, there is some amazing inventory um, coming on coming on the market, and a little bit more of it. Yes, and so here is my pick three. I tell you what, pick number one that I've got for you. This is just kind of one of those legacy. Um, properties. This is not the national celebrity real estate story. This is in (laughs) Tri-Cities. This is really an unduplicatable property we're super proud to represent. 1882 Brantingham Road. And what I'm going to talk about in here is, um, is really an executive suite level, amazing type property. Um, It's five acres in the middle of South Richland. So Mm. that in of itself, you're rarely going to see come up on the market. But then on top of that, we're putting almost a 10,000 square foot home that has just been done top to bottom, exquisite details. So you've got five acres, beautiful lush um, grounds and landscaping. Um, You've got every potential room in this house, bar, theater room, amazing retreat, luxurious walk-in showers. The list just goes on and on. And then garage space. Um, You've got a 12-car detached shop, heated and cooled. And then that's your nice shop. You've then got your working shop on Mm -hmm. top of that. I mean, so we're talking like 7,000 square feet of shop space with 4,300 of that heated and cooled. This is a multi-million dollar property um, coming on the market at $2.7 million there. And so fantastic. If you know somebody looking for that, go to KenmoreTeam.com. Go to our Kenmore Team Facebook page. There's a great video that we had done of the property, um, and we would love to talk to somebody about that. Pick number two, um, we're in Richland again, um, just on the edge of Richland and West Richland off of Van Giesen. Here, entrepreneurs, listen up. Horse lovers, listen up. We have a totally turnkey equestrian boarding stable on the market. Now, this is adjacent to W.E. Johnson Park that has miles of gorgeous trail riding. So um, uniquely located property. You can board your horses here, then have access to the trails. Um, Currently, boarding capacity for 28 horses, 24 are currently rented. Two barns, tack rooms, ability to have on-site manager on the property tractor, arena groomer, riding pen. I mean, this is absolutely turnkey walk-in business opportunity. Um, and that is coming in priced at 750000 Great, wow. great property. And then pick number three, 803 Sanford Avenue in Richland. Um, this is a nicely updated, fully remodeled three bed, one bath Rambler with a basement in central Richland, 1120 square feet, freshly painted interior and exterior, new LVP flooring, um, fully fenced backyard, open patio. And this is that price point. 275. Wow. 275,000. So you like what I did, McKay? I took you from 2.7 million to 275. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on on purpose there. Yes. So anyway, across the board, across the market, we're putting on some amazing inventory um right now. And so speaking of inventory, 
Let's talk about that number because people are like, oh my gosh, I'm Lance, I heard inventories going up. Well, we are still scratching, clawing, and going after every piece of property that we can get on the market because it's been long enough now in Tri-Cities that a lot of people don't remember what a balanced market, market looks like. I mean, really, when we look I at do. it- when we look at it since 2010, I mean, and so 11 years, like memories are short, you know, people don't remember. But there was a time in Tri Cities when the population was 90,000 less people mm-hmm. than it is today. Yeah. And I was selling in a market that had 1,400 homes on, on the market. Wow. Now, a lot of agents are too new that they don't know any better. I mean, if that were to happen tomorrow, I think a lot of the agents might curl up in a ball and crawl into a hole and start crying (laughs) uh, because they'd be wondering what happened or what this looks like. Mm -hmm. Um, But the fact of the matter is, is that many in the industry define a balanced market between sellers and buyers as a six-month inventory supply of homes. So let's just be conservative and say that we go four months at, you know, 400 homes a month selling, that would take us to an inventory level of 1,600 Mm -hmm. homes on the market. Chances of us seeing that within a two-year time period, man, something drastic is going to have to happen. I mean, even if we stopped buying today, you know, and we looked at, you know, new listings put on the market and absorption rates, I mean, we'd have to add 400 a month for the next four months, assuming nobody bought. And we know that's yeah. just not going to not gonna happen. It's going to be a gradual change that, that we see go on. Now, I mean, so when you look at where, where we live, what's been happening in the market, and you look at how incredulous those numbers are, that's mm-hmm. why when people ask, well, when's the crash going to happen? When's the crash going to happen? You know, I mean, like I answer that question, you know, three times a day when we're out there talking and making our phone calls. At this point, it's very unlikely to see that because the numbers are so big that it's going to take a major, major national or, you know, natural disaster type change to make that happen. Otherwise, we're going to be closer to what I was talking about today. And and that is really a shift. And, and so and even, even somebody asked me on the break, you know, here at the radio station, somebody said, well, are we talking, are we talking about a plateau or decline? No, we're, we're not even, we're not even to that show. Mm-hmm. We're just talking about a slower rate of increase. Like we're still talking about the market going up and appreciating, um, but just at a slower rate than it's been happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so days on the market are a great indicator of that. You know, we're still sitting at a, you know, at a mind-bending, blistering pace of 13 days on the market. Wow. And and so, you know, when I've in, you know, I've seen over a hundred days on the market in my career. Um, which is unimaginable, like I said, <laughs> to people that are in this. And and was it a long time ago? Well, it was, you know, 13, 14 years ago. I mean, it's not 30. It's not terrible, you yeah. know, but yeah, but we, we've seen that. And so even getting back to last year, you know, when we rolled into the winter, you know, 30, 35 days on the market, we might see that this winter. 
Um, but if we could get, you know, inventory up to seven, eight hundred, get some choices out there for buyers, still have appreciation in the market, that's going to be really, really healthy. But it will also take an increased skill set by the agent that you're hiring and the research that you're doing. Because in my mind, we it's been so easy that we've seen some, you know, lazy sellers, maybe lazy agents. I don't know how you want to categorize it. Lump us all together there to what you're doing. Um, but there, some of the basics have been ignored. And when the market shifts, you can't ignore those basics. And so we're talking about, I call them the big four. When you mm -hmm. look at either whether you're selling or buying, you're going to look at four things. And we've done, we've done whole shows on this. Heck, I think we've done whole months on this. Yes. But you're going to look at condition, location, mm -hmm. price, and marketing. And that's, yes. what, that's what's going to get the job done, and that's what you're going to have to be paying attention to. Price? Heck, I know people that have just showed up and said, Mr. Seller, what do you want to list it at? Toss the sign up, never even ask him another question, and, you know, it was 20000 off market, and they got it. I mean, <laughs> you, know, at, you, you know, for no reason other than, you know, supply chain issues and inventory issues. So price... You're going to have to pay attention to that. Location? Heck, you know, what's that busy street I hear back there? Well, it doesn't really matter because this is your only choice. So yeah. location kind of, you know, went by the wayside. So yep. those are some of the things that in the shift, attention is going to have to be paid to those things. And so... Like it was before. That's what we're counseling people on right now. Uh, paying attention to, looking at these trends every single day. We can feel it in the industry. Um, the numbers come back to. Um, and and so it's still a great market. It's still appreciating. The rate of change, though, has changed. And that's why, that's why a lot in the industry refer to it. And I really call it a shift. So pay attention to the shift. If you have questions about that, what that means to you, what you're looking at, go to KenmoreTeam.com, mm -hmm. shoot us a message. We'll come out. We'll do a consultation. We've had uh, the market still busy, folks. Yeah. Really busy. And the weather, yes, has that played a factor in it? Absolutely. Yes. We're able to get out there, do showings, do inspections, see roofs. Um, it won't be like that forever. We we know we know that. I mean, we've lived here in Tri Cities, um, but it was a gift of really, in my mind, an extra three weeks. So almost call it a month. So we had an extra three weeks of amazing selling and getting people into homes without a lot of technical issues. But we're here to work. We know what that looks like. Mm -hmm. We're working through the holidays. We're working through that time. We sold a bunch of property over the last break and Thanksgiving, and we plan on finishing strong this year. If you need any help, go to KenmoreTeam.com, shoot us a message, and we will be right back here next week. Right here on News Talk 870.